Welcome to Niner Die Hard Trivia, where the listeners bring the questions. Think you know everything about your Charlotte 49ers? Now it's time to test that knowledge. The answer to last episode's trivia question was that Charlotte football's first opponent was against Campbell University. The Niners secured a 52-7 win over the Camels and went on to finish the 2013 season 5-6. Congrats to everyone on Twitter. Everyone successfully guessed the right answer. Now for today's question. In 2018, I attended one of my first Charlotte basketball games as a freshman on campus. The Niners hosted the Oklahoma State Cowboys out of the Big 12. The Niners were down big early, but came back and senior John Davis banked in a shot at the buzzer to win the game and give the Niners their first win of the season. How big was the deficit that the Niners overcame to win that game? I'll reveal the answer in our next podcast episode. To submit your own 49er trivia question for me to ask on the show, tag the podcast on twitter.com with the hashtag inside the mind. Now, on to today's episode. Welcome to Inside the Mind. My name is Drew Fitzgerald here to bring you coverage of all things Charlotte 49ers. Before we begin today's episode, I would like to take a moment to remember Wayne Mikrantz, Student Niner Media's former director and beloved advisor. Wayne mentored hundreds of students for more than 33 years in Student Niner Media at UNC Charlotte. As a member of Student Niner Media in my undergraduate years, I firsthand saw the impact that Wayne left on the organization. Through Niner Media, I had some great experiences with some great people, and I was not just able to grow as a journalist, but as a human. I can't help but thank Wayne for providing me with the opportunity to have those memories, because without Wayne, Niner Media just wouldn't have been the same. Wayne passed away peacefully in the morning on September 27th, 2023. Please join me in a brief few seconds of silence to remember the life and legacy of Wayne Mikrans. Now let's transition to Charlotte basketball. All the teams were out and about in Irving, Texas for American Athletic Conference Basketball's Media Day. Jackson Threadgill and Lakai Patterson joined head men's basketball coach Aaron Fern for the festivities. The team didn't earn much respect in the preseason's conference poll, ranking 13th out of 14 teams in the conference. The Florida Atlantic Owls are the heavy favorite to win the conference after their historic Final Four run last season, receiving 11 votes. No players from the team entered the portal, which is going to be great news for them this season. The Memphis Tigers, led by coach Penny Hardaway, also received a few votes. They won the conference tournament last season, but fell short in the first round of the tournament to no other than Florida Atlantic. So that's going to be interesting to watch that rivalry this season. Charlotte basketball has also released its full schedule for the 2023-2024 season. 
I will put it up in the links below. The Charlottes will open up their season on November 11th in Halton Arena against the Maine Black Bears out of the America East Conference. The schedule features an interesting slate of opponents, including out-of-conference matchups against the Liberty Flames and Uptown, the 2023 NIT semifinalists, Utah Valley University, the Jacksonville Classic game against George Mason, at home against Davidson, a road game against the Niners' former A-10 rival, the Richmond Spiders, and finally, a tough matchup in Cameron Indoor against the Duke Blue Devils. In conference, the Niners' schedule doesn't get much easier. Charlotte will open up conference play in Dallas on January 2nd against the SMU Mustangs before returning home to host the conference favorite FAU Owls. The conference schedule also features back-to-back games hosting the 2023 NIT champs, the North Texas Mean Green, and the NIT runner-ups, the UAB Blazers. The schedule also includes a home and away series with in-state rivals, the ECU Pirates. If you're curious about keeping track of Charlotte basketball throughout the season, not to fear. The entire American Athletic Conference slate for Charlotte basketball will be broadcast on ESPN's family of networks, and all home non-conference games will be broadcast on ESPN+. Five of Charlotte's American Athletic Conference games will be broadcasted on ESPNU, including January 12th at UTSA, January 27th with Tulane, February 3rd against ECU, which may air on ESPN2, February 6th at South Florida, and February 24th against Tulsa. Additionally, Charlotte's December 9th matchup against Duke will air on the CW. The Niners have also unveiled new uniforms for the season, or at least the green away threads. The unis will now have the script Charlotte instead of the block CLT logo. They also feature a gold segmented stripe along the side of the jersey and pant combination. There are still a lot of unanswered questions about what the on-court product will look like for the Niners this season. In the wake of Ali Khalifa and Bryce Williams transferring, as well as former head coach Ron Sanchez leaving unexpectedly for the Virginia Cavaliers' assistant position. The Niners have added a few impressive transfers in the offseason. Here's what junior guard Isaiah Folk said about how the team is adjusting. Um, I think it, like with the new team, I think our chemistry on and off the court has been amazing. Because you know some teams like come in, some guys have an ego, if they came from a bigger school, they think they come in here to be the man. But I don't think that with this team, I think everybody's coming. They put in the work in the weight room and on the court, and they just love to see each other, each other do good. Like if I make a play or say Kai make a play, everybody's happy for one another. So I'm really impressed with that. Charlotte Athletics is now $50 million closer to its $81 million goal to expand Jerry Richardson Stadium after the North Carolina legislature passed a budget designating $25 million for Charlotte Stadium upgrades. Athletic Director Mike Hill has revealed through a September edition of his open mic press release that Charlotte Athletics received another $25 million donation by Margaret and Smokey Bissell, making it the largest donation in school history. For those who don't know, the Bissells have played a massive role in the university's success in recent years. Smokey Bissell founded Bissell Companies, a real estate company widely known for developing the Ballantyne neighborhood in Charlotte. 
He is a former eight-year chair of the UNC Charlotte Board of Trustees responsible for the It Takes a Gift campaign, raising almost $116 million for the university. Axios Charlotte's Ashley Mahoney reported that this put Charlotte only within $19 million of its goal, revealing that Charlotte had already received over $12 million before these significant donations. Agent 49 reported that Macmillan Pasden Smith Architecture, or MPS for short, and SLAM will be architects for this project. MPS is a local firm that helped design projects like Mercer's football stadium and Wofford's basketball arena. SLAM has worked on Cincinnati's football stadium renovations as well as Texas football stadium expansions. With all of the stages left in this project, Agent 49 estimated that there are still roughly 80 weeks before this project breaks ground. Transitioning to Charlotte football, after a rough loss to SMU, the Niners enter homecoming week 1-4 overall and 0-1 in the American Conference. The Niners entered this game off of bye week. Here's what an upbeat and refreshed head coach Poji said about how the team utilized that time. You mean after the two days of practice? Yeah. Um, get away. Take care of your schoolwork. Take care of your body. Uh, if you can get home, you know, if it's possible to get home, get home. Um, but, you know, separate from this. It's a bye. Bye weeks are hard to handle. They're very hard to handle when you when you have a loss, you know, when, you, when the bye week comes following a loss. So um, w- what we know is this. Football is a combination of things. And the first thing is it is it is mental and emotional. And, you know, when you lose four games in a row, those, those mental and emotional um, pillars start to get strained. And so you have to approach the coaching aspect somewhat as a, um, not only as a football coach, but also as a counselor, right? You got to keep their heads in the right spot. You got to know when to push and when to pull off. And I think we're pretty good at that. And I think we got what we needed out of that. And I think the kid, I can tell you the kids came back. Uh, we had our best lift of the year Monday when they came back. And, uh, and, and yesterday's practice was really, really good. The two and three midshipmen are coming off a huge 27-24 win on the road against the North Texas Mean Green, earning their first conference win of the year. The midshipmen are fourth in the nation in rushing yards, dropping 331 yards of rushing offense in their win against North Texas. The midshipmen are led by their fullback, Alex Tezeka, who has 428 yards and three touchdowns on the season. Charlotte ranks towards the bottom of the barrel in the American Athletic Conference in rushing defense, but we've seen flashes of promise in games like Georgia State and Florida where Charlotte limited the running game. The ultimate factor in this game will be Charlotte's offense, which has not yet found an identity this season. Charlotte's offense ranks second to last in offensive production in the American. The quarterback flip-flopping is clearly not helped the Niners' offense find stability this season, but Poji is adamant that he will continue to utilize both quarterbacks. To add to injury, quite literally, the Niners will be without impact players running back Darrell Robinson on offense and defensive lineman Julius Welshoff on defense. The Niners desperately need this game if they want any shot at a postseason bowl game, let alone an American Conference championship appearance. Kickoff is set for 2 p.m., on Saturday, October 14th in Jerry Richardson Stadium with a sellout crowd. 
If you're not going to the game, you could stream it on ESPN+. Let's take a turn to recruiting in Charlotte football. Over the last few weeks, the Niners have landed two superb recruits for the class of 2024. The first being Trey McLeod, a 5'8", 188-pound running back from Chettleham, Pennsylvania. According to PAFootballNews.com, McLeod is ranked 18th in the state and 45th nationally in position rankings. Charlotte also landed a Juco prospect in DeGabriel Floyd. Floyd was a former top 100 five-star rated recruit who committed to Texas before having to medically retire due to a spinal stenosis diagnosis in 2019. Apparently, this didn't hold him back as he moved on and played for Alabama A&M before heading back to play Juco for East Los Angeles College. This is a huge pickup for Charlotte. Floyd was a monster in high school as the number three linebacker recruit in the country, an All-American, and a finalist for the Buttkiss Award. Well, that just about wraps up our episode today. Thank you for listening. And to all my Niners out there, happy homecoming week. Remember, Niners wear green on Wednesday, and they also listen to the Inside the Mind podcast. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to Inside the Mind. Hit that follow button to stay updated on all things Niner Nation. You can find me on Twitter at InsideTheMind49 and on Instagram at Drew underscore Fitzgerald. As always, picks up and roll Niners. Thank you.